Hi, it's Jamie. And I'm Portia. And we are Just Two Pearls. Join us for Adventures in Pearls. A reading from Kohelet chapter 12, also known as Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Remember your creator in the days of your youth, before the days of trouble come, in the years approach when you will say, I find no pleasure in them, before the sun and the light, and the moon and the stars grow dark, and the clouds return after the rain, when the keepers of the house tremble, and the strong men stoop, when the grinders cease because there are few, and those looking through the windows grow dim. When the doors to the street are closed and the sound of grinding fades, when men rise up at the sound of birds, but all their songs grow faint, when men are afraid of heights and dangers in the streets, when the almond tree blossoms and the grasshoppers drag themselves along and desire no longer to be stirred, then one goes into the eternal home and mourners go about the street. Remember, Before the silver cord is severed or the golden bowl is broken, before the pitcher is shattered at the spring or the wheel is broken at the wheel and the dust returns to the ground it came from and the spirit returns to God who gave it. Meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher. Everything is meaningless. Thus ends the reading. Mm. Jamie. That's so good. That's so good. We've got to remember God in our youth while we have the time to do so because things are going to end. Things are going to fade. The word also says the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord shall stand forever. But where do we stand in that time of forever? Where do we stand in that? We've got to make good use of that time. Jamie, so why are we even talking about that? What you got well, you for us today, Jamie? You know, Koheleth uh, is always one of those ones that's super difficult. And I really got into reading that book when I was in college. And it was so confusing to me because just of the level of sorrow and doom and, and gloom that you just read throughout those passages. But I do think it is an important book for young people to read because it is wisdom literature, right? Ecclesiastes, Proverbs, those books are giving us the kind of wisdom that we need for the life. And I think they relate not only to the life of the believer, but even to the life of the unbeliever. How are we making good use of our time? Because regardless of what you believe, our time here is not forever. And so, you know, as we are standing here in the last few days of 2018, I'm always a big fan of the watch night service for Shenosis. And the reason why I love that service so much is because it was such an important part of my youth. My father always insisted upon us being in worship on watch night so that on January 1st, that morning when we opened our eyes after prayer, that the first thing we would have been doing was praising God for bringing us into a new year. And he always had a lot of rituals surrounding the new year in terms of the way that we would prepare and to the way that we would clean the house 
um, in terms of the way that we would prepare ourselves spiritually. And those are the lessons that have stayed with me, that we have to make our house clean and not just our physical house, although that's important. I have pine salt in the, in the, in the tub right now. I need to go scrub. Um, but it's also important in terms of our spiritual, our emotional lives, even our mental lives. When was the last time you unplugged and took a break, right? And like really unplugged. It's really hard to unplug these days. We have so many screens all around us. We have so many demands on our time. Even when we are taking a break, we get in front of a screen. But what does it look like for you just to take 30 minutes that are completely unplugged? You're not sleeping, you're not eating, but you are completely unplugged. And I think that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. What does it look like to lay down all those things that distract us from the fact that there's only a finite amount of time that we have here and that we have to make the, the best use of our time? So before we kind of get deeper into that discussion, Portia, I do want to share um, the last adventure that we'll get to share with our pearls in 2018, which is crazy to me. But we look forward to sharing mm-hmm. more adventures with you in 2019. But the adventure that I kind of want to share is attached to that, um, which is about planning. You all remember that we did our pearly, pearly pro tips during the summer months. And if you did not get a chance to listen to those, we invite you during this winter break, take a break with the pearls and go back and listen to our pearly pro tips, which we did during the months of July and August for the summertime. During the summer pro tips, I talked about planning and how as a PhD student, Um, It is important to plan and to have a plan. And I completely stand by that. I don't disagree with what I said at all. You know, I do have at this point um, a five-year plan in terms of my career and my professional life. Um, But as I'm here at the end of the year and reflecting, um, I just want to share the adventure of also learning how to let go. So knowing that I have a plan and that's in place and that gives me a sense of security and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, scripture also tells us to write the vision and make it plain, but even somebody who's running with it would be able to read it, right? So we have to have vision. We have to make it plain. We have to write things down. I think things like having vision boards and having plans and mapping out your desires for your life, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but we also can't allow those things that we've written down to dictate every move of our lives. Because the truth of the matter is that one way or another, if we put our faith in God, we get where we need to go. And that's kind of my um, adventure at the end of this year, that although I have made plans, that it's just amazing to me the way that God opens doors for me to meet the people who I need to meet to push me in the right direction, um, for me to make the connections that I need to make, for me to read the books that I need to read, for me to take rest when I need to take it. And, you know, I've had this whole great plan and I'm working on it. Um, But then there are the things that just crop up that I couldn't have planned for. And they are just beautiful things that I didn't plan for. And I'm going to post some pictures on my Instagram, which are one of the beautiful things that happened to me that I was not at all planning for. I didn't expect it to happen at all, but I got to meet some of my uh, heroes in the academic world. I'm going to post some pictures. Um, And it's not something that I had planned, but I met some people who I needed to meet in order to make some of these plans for the summer happen. And uh, for, you know, just my career in general. 
And it's always just so shocking what happens when we let go. When, yes, we do have a plan, we have a vision, and we share that plan with the people who are close to us. We share it with God. Um, we write it down. We make it plain. And then when we take that moment just to let go, because we don't necessarily know how to make all of our plans happen, but God knows how to make the vision happen. And so as I'm here at the end of the year, just kind of my adventure is learning what to pick up and what to put down. So yes, definitely pick up the vision, but put down my control freak nature (laughs) that says I have to make all of this happen myself instead of trusting that if God knows the vision and the people around me know the vision, then I'm not going to get there. So I think that's kind of my adventure at the end of 2018 as I look over into 2019. But Forsha, let's get into the rest of the discussion that we have for our plurals on this day. Um, We are talking about 2019 and just closing out 2018, reflecting, looking toward the future, looking toward our hopes, thinking back on this year, and just the things that God has done, the things that we have done with the help of God, and how 2018 has been a blessing, but also how we're like, you know, it's been real, it's been great, it may have some ups, some downs, some patches, some bruises, but we're also ready and ready to receive uh, 2019. So I think that your adventure, Jamie, is a wonderful segue into our conversation um, about uh, planning and just thinking about 2019 as 2019 literally is like, I don't want to say days away, it's hours away, right? And so like we're getting so close, like we only have a couple more days in this year left and it's going to be a whole other calendar year. And I don't know about you, but for me, like when the year changes, I feel like I go beyond a veil of time. Right, I feel like everything just all of a sudden feels like it just reset. Even though it was like, oh, December 31st was yesterday, it kind of just feels like it literally like reset itself altogether. It just feels new. And so um, for me, I'm always looking forward to that a fresh start. But the good thing is, and I don't want people to feel discouraged because sometimes a fresh start can happen at the top of a calendar year, but a fresh start can be any day that you want it to be. So if you want to today, December 28th, to be a fresh start or whenever you're listening to this, maybe you could be listening to this in March because, you know, hashtag forces being petty, um, you decided to catch up, you know, uh, on spring break while you're on the beach you know, with the Bellini or something. It could be March 2019 by the time you're listening to this episode. But in any case, um, you can have a fresh start whenever you choose. And so um, a great time to have a fresh start is at the top of the year. So that's what we're going to be talking about today is 2018 and retrospect and moving forward to 2019. So, Jamie, what were some of the highs of your 2018? What were some of your big top moments that you're just like, wow, you definitely shared one um, about your heroes, but are there some others that made you say, wow, like, I am full of gratitude for X? Nope. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no? Oh. <laughs> no, girl, there was nothing. Nothing. Um, no gratitude. I think, you know, I'm going to try to, like, go back to the year, because I was just telling Portia before we started recording that, 
it's just so strange, you know, as we get older, the years just go by so quickly. And unless we kind of slow down, like I was saying, and take the time for gratitude, it can just fly by and we won't even notice. So let's see, moments that just made me say, wow, yeah, you know, um, I guess it was in this spring, I suppose, that I um, participated in my first um, academic conference, which was great. Um, and was a really, really wonderful experience during my first year of my PhD program. Um, and I, you know, it was my first, you know, the, yeah, so I guess September officially marked my first full year in California. So even just making it out here, starting to make friends, starting to make professional connections, you know, growing in this new way in my new life here in California, um, that was um, a really big wow gratitude moment. Um, I am in a relationship. We don't talk about this on the podcast because I don't talk about this on the podcast. Um, but that's been a big thing for me. And uh, it's uh wonderful and very like not strenuous on me which is not what I'm accustomed to uh feeling in terms of relationships I'm used to feeling like okay this is stressful I need to analyze everything what's happening here um so that's a gift to me but I also just think being here in California we've talked about this on the podcast a bit I'm it's just so different from being on the east coast and I hope to not live here forever but one beautiful thing about California is that it's such a big state. So you have, you know, mountains and snow up in the northern part of the state. You have desert down in the southern part of the state. You know, here in L.A., it's always, like, busy. So much is happening. So much to see. You get so many great views. You can go to Malibu. Um, and so even just those moments that I kind of got to explore this state, when I got to go to Tahoe and, you know, kind of see the mountains um, and hike in the mountains. That was beautiful. When I've gotten to go to the southern part of the state, um, the desert, and hike around out there, um, it's been beautiful and great. But even just going around Los Angeles, because this is an area that, you know, I've never lived in before. So seeing some of the views and being able to go to the beaches um, have just been like wow moments for me. Uh, what about you, Portia? Yeah, um, 2018, um, the wow moment, you know, um, Jamie just shared about her, her relationship, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to say I got a bow toe. Uh, <laughs> so let me stop. Um, but, no, seriously, um, that was a wow moment. And that's funny because I was just talking to my mother and sister um, just about dating and how the dating game has changed in 2018. And at the top of the season, I was saying, you know, I want to be more open to just dating and getting out there, um, which is something that I had done in the latter part of the year, but with an individual that I didn't quite expect um, to kind of pop into my life. But listen, it's been a great ride. And so I'm, I'm very grateful um, for said person. They know who they are, uh, wherever they are. <laughs> but in any case, um, yeah, those are the things you just don't plan for, right? So it's just kind of like, hey, like, this happened. I'm going to take it. I'm going to go with it and just let that be that. There's, you know, zero pressure. And it's just like, all right, cool. What I was not expecting to do this year, Jamie, which was a beautiful, grateful surprise, but gave me a lot of anxiety, 
um, was getting a new car. <laughs> uh, I have a brand new car that I was not expecting to get, um, but my car, you know, had some situations and had an issue, and I needed to let it go. I needed to get rid of it. And so that was very hard. You know, parting with a car that you've had that you bought flat out yourself and you've enjoyed it, and it's just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I didn't realize how emotional getting a new car was going to be for me, and it was. My last car is with Olivier, and Olivier was very good to me, and uh, I had Olivier while at Yale, and basically the first part of my professional career. So I'm missing that car, but I am very grateful um, for the new one. Uh, I have no complaints. I'm very, very grateful. God is good. And I got to give it a name. So that was something I was not expecting. But I say all that to say is I was grateful to be in a financial position to be able to do that. Um, I realized over time just how good my personal habits have become in terms of saving and finance. And so that is a discipline that I have really acquired this year that I am grateful. When I look back and say, wow. I handled my finances well this year, um, and so I'm really proud of myself for that. Um, looking back on moments that made me go, wow, where my first half of my year was really front-loaded with a lot of travel, right? So I was in Memphis. I was in um, Indiana. I went to Atlanta. Um, I went to some other places that I can't quite remember um, at the moment. But it was just a lot of moments. Um, in ministry where I was able to just kind of share with people, to share at conferences, share with friends, and it was, and it felt really good. Um, the second half of my year, I didn't do as much traveling, but I got to appreciate New Jersey. I got to appreciate – oh, I'm in South Carolina this year too, that's right. Um, I got to appreciate New Jersey, New York area, and I spent a lot of time just in the New York area um, in the second half of the year, which has been great, and I have enjoyed it. Um, and so it, this year has been a, a, a year of discovery, a lot of self-discovery, a lot of literal discovery and just the world around me. Um, and I really feel like this was the first time that my life has been completely new. I've settled into a new job. I mean, my job's not brand spanking new anymore, but you know what I mean. Like, it's still new. Ministry I, is always new for the first three years, in my opinion, um, when you're in a pastoral role. It's always still new because you don't really get the full breadth of a church um, in like a year, right? So in terms of the church, the life of the pastor, I'm still technically new. So new church, still technically new city because it's not where I've grown up. Um, new region in terms of just exploring it as an adult. Um, new friends, um, new uh, companions and stuff, stuff, stuff like that. Like everything just feels like super new to me. And sometimes that's anxiety-inducing, but I'm just learning how, um, as I move forward to 2019, I'm going to learn how to just embrace that newness. Moving towards, like, 2019, like, what are you hoping for, Jamie? I think in 2019, one of my hopes is that I will take regular time to unplug. As I was saying during my adventure, I think I'm so plugged in on so many different levels. There's often a screen in front of me. And so I think taking that time of rest 
taking time for getaways, even in, in my own neighborhood, I think is something that I am looking forward to, but I will have to push myself in that direction. I want to read things that are not required for me to read. I want to read for enjoyment. I want to occasionally write for enjoyment, not too much, but occasionally, um, even if that just looks like spending five minutes a day journaling, I want to do that uh, because that's a practice that I've gotten away from, and I think uh, we learn a lot about ourselves and the world around us through writing things down. Um, the other things that I'm looking forward to is just continued growth um, in my relationships with my fellow humans <laughs> and with God. And, uh, yeah, so I think I'll stop there for now for 2019. I'm also thinking about some 2020 goals, but I need to, like, keep – I also just need to, like, take one step at a time and think about 2019 and really just embrace the things that are going to happen in 2019. In terms of my professional life, um, I'm looking forward to continuing to grow as a young scholar, to have opportunities to – do some of the archival resource on site that I'm interested in doing. I'm looking forward to, what else, you know, just, you know, just making progress and moving forward and just continuing to push toward my personal and professional goals. What about you, Portia? I asked a question that I guess I need to think about. <laughs> um, it's funny. I actually did, like, a vision board for the first time in, like, a, a very long time. Um, and a part of that, I'm a really good list person, so, like, I make lists. But this time I made, like, an actual vision board. And I look at it, and I'm like, wow. I realized a lot about myself just looking at it. And one of the things now, I, I don't really necessarily like the phrase lean into, but um, one of the things that I kind of want to grow into, that's what I want to say, I want to continue to grow into being a creative. I want to continue to grow into my role um, as a pastor and what does that look like. Um, to be a pastor that's not necessarily the senior pastor because um, I'm understanding that just because you aren't the senior pastor does not make you any less of a pastor. Um, and I had to understand that for myself, that um, this is the call on my life. This is who I am. This is what I've been created to do. And by nature, whether I like it or love it or not, um, I'm a pastor, and I've got to – continue to, I should say, um, continue to lean into that and also understanding the duality that I am both pastor and creative and that they're not mutually exclusive, but they're tied into the, to the same. Because as I read for our reflection, uh, remember your creator, remembering that God is first a creator, right? We know that God is God. But before we know anything else about the attributes of God, we know that God created, right? We said that before on a, on a former episode. Um, and so I want to lean into, continue to grow into my creative abilities and how that works itself out in the pastoral role, how that works out as an entrepreneur, how that works out as a daughter, 
how that works out as a friend, how that works out um, as a partner, how that works out if I so decide that I want to be um, pursue scholarly things again. Um, it's just understanding what does all of that look like and how all of that works together. And so like you, similarly, um, I'm not necessarily stopping at 2019 in terms of, like, thinking. Um, I almost kind of set it up as – it's weird, right? I feel like 2019 is a non-existent year, but it's a very existent year. My mind is on 2020 because 2020 marks the year that we turn 30. And mm-hmm. so I don't necessarily look at it as, oh, what's going to happen in 2019? Everything um, for me right now is the intentionality of moving toward 30. You get what I'm saying? So, like, everything that I'm planning to do in 2019 and, and even just the first quarter of 2020, my mind is telling me, I am setting myself up for the final year of my 20s, and I'm setting myself up for um, what I pray to be a, a new successful decade. Um, so not only right. are we just rounding out a year, we're rounding out a decade. And so yeah. what does it mean to just enjoy this last go around of the 20s? What does it mean to enjoy um, and just live? and just be the best version of myself when 29 comes. You know, I got some time. But, you know, I'm three months to 29, so my mind yeah. is like, okay, 29 is 30 minus 1. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, not, it's not 20 plus 9. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, my mind is there. Yeah, my mind is there. And thinking about what does that look like and what does that mean. So that's my hope um, is to mm-hmm. allow this year to be, preparing and exciting and all of that for the next decade. Right. And I hadn't even really thought about that portion. That's really great insight. Like, why am I helping 2020? And I think you're exactly right. I think being at this particular point that we are in our 20s, it's like, you know, going into my 20s, because when you're going into your 20s, you're still a kid. You're 19, right? And so, I wasn't really thinking about setting myself up for a strong decade. And honestly, when you're 19, it's like the 20s are the decade of freedom, right? Where you finally get out from under your parents and you start to differentiate and you start to become the person that you're going to become. So it just sounds like it's going to be lots of fun. Um, But, you know, for anyone who's in their very early 20s right now who might be listening to this, the 20s are tough, and they're, they're tough by design, right? Because it is exactly what I just said. It's your first time really going out into the world and making something of yourself for yourself, and that's not easy. And so especially by the time I hit the mid-20s, 25, 26, I really didn't know what I was going to do. It was extremely stressful. Um, but now that we are in this part of our 20s, the late 20s, I'm feeling more settled in. I'm feeling a greater sense of confidence. I'm feeling a greater sense of just authority in terms of knowing who I am and whose I am. And I'm really looking forward to exactly as you said, setting up um, this last year and a half of my 20s so that I can go into the next decade feeling confident and feeling courageous and audacious and feeling a sense of self-love that I haven't had throughout most of my 20s. 
Um, and so, yeah, so you're exactly right. I think I'm really thinking about the next year and a half, what am I going to be doing? Not just the next year, but the next, you know, year and a half until I turn 30, like, how do I want to set that up? So I think you're exactly right. I'm like planning all the way until that precipice, like that feels like that's going to be my new year because uh, you're right. That's that new decade in our lives. Yeah, it is a new decade. So it's like, the pros are growing up. <laughs> you know, we are. Like, we're growing up, and we are – we're still young women, but as we are young women, we are settling into um, a, a growner version of our young adult selves. Um, and I don't think everyone always understands that. People don't tell us how to adult well all the time. Um, I think people tell us the best that they can with what the experience that they have gone through. And so I think that's also fair to acknowledge. But it's kind of like nobody tells you how to do this thing called life. So it's kind of like how do you set yourself up the best way that you can with what you have to have a successful year, to have a successful week, to have a successful day, whatever the day is, whatever the new month, whatever the new decade, whatever have you, how do you best set yourself up with what you have and just give it the best you got, right? That's all we can do, um, especially for a new year. Just give it the best you got. If all you got is a little bit and a little bit of oil, and but you're just trying to survive and just make it, you know, maybe got to be like the widow and Elijah, and trust that God's going to take care of it, right? You know, I don't know. But in any case, it's kind of like it's going to be okay. It's all a process, and it's not easy, right? It isn't. No one told me 20s are going to be hard. <laughs> but, you know, people who are in their 30s make 30s look cool, but I also know that they didn't get to being 30 or in their 30s by being easy either. Like they've had to live and they had to do stuff and they had to work hard. So um, all of that, just no matter what age and stage you're in, this is like just, you know, take your time figuring out it's a process, you know, no matter where you are, um, whether you're in your 30s, if you're in your 40s, if you're in your 50s, if you're in your 20s, to teenagers who might listen, wherever you are, like just live into whatever season that you're in and do your best to live into it well. So, yeah, so I guess here we are. We are at an ending, but we are also, I suppose, at a new beginning, which is exciting. Portia, as we just kind of wrap this up and think back to the Kohelet or Ecclesiastes passage that you shared um, at the top of the episode, you know, that episode was kind of talking about the fact that nothing lasts forever. And, you know, as we're talking about this aging, about this growing up, how do we live with that reality, that what we do here is not forever? How are you kind of grappling with that? You know, that's, a, that's an everyday process. I think as I'm, getting, as I'm getting older and I'm watching my parents get older, I think that's where reality really hits. When I start seeing my parents aging and my parents' health changing and I'm seeing um, children uh, grow and get taller, and who are taller than me, who I used to cradle in my arms, it's kind of like I'm understanding that life is moving and life is passing and life is forward and cyclical and it's always happening around me. And so how I'm kind of just dealing with that, grappling with that is in gratitude, um, just giving thanks for what I am, 
giving thanks for what I have, um, and understanding that everything that I have and where I am is exactly where I need to be, and it's enough. And I can't do any more or any less than what I'm given in the moment, um, and allowing that to be enough in every day. So, yeah, I'm, I'm grappling with, with gratitude because life is, is so finite. It's so short. It's so quick. It's going to move, um, and it's going to come at us hard, and it's going to come at us um, well and joyfully sometimes. But we've got to understand that we've got to do the best we can and live our best lives. Oh, my gosh, I feel like Oprah now. <laughs> live your best life now. Um, but that's so – and I kind of wrestle with Oprah on that a little bit because, like, Oprah, yes, live your best life now, but how do you deal with that if you don't know what that even means? And so um, I think that is best figured out in community, not in the silo. Um, so, yeah, life is going to move and move forward. That passage talks about um, just the people, too, like the people who will be involved um, and the people who will rise up and grow faint and the birds and all of that, like that's community, that's communal. So, um, yeah, that's how I'm kind of wrestling and grappling with that. Yep, yep, yep. That's right. You know, um, I completely agree with you. We can only learn and grow from being together. We talked about this on our last episode, the importance of intergenerational relationships. You reminded me when you were talking of the Louis Armstrong song, What a Wonderful World, when you were saying, you know, about children who you had held in your arms. And, you know, I think that song really speaks to the, the passage of time. Um, and, you know, even though we are young adults, there are always younger adults and definitely children who are coming behind us. And so, and there are people who are, you know, more advanced and more wise than we are. And so what does it look like for us to be in relationship with all of these generations of people and to realize that we are part of an interconnected web and that we truly need each other if we plan to survive in this life. Um, But also to remember that we don't live just for ourselves. You know, and I think about that even, you know, being in the academy, and this is true in the world, too, you know, as it's the end of year and a lot of employers um, and educators are doing evaluations for students and for employees. And, you know, a lot of us, when you're in school, you're just super concerned about the grade. Like, what is the grade? What is the grade? When you are an employee, you're super concerned about the rating and, you know, if you're getting a raise, if you're getting a promotion. And... You know, it's just those things are great in the moment, and they matter in the moment. Of course, we want to do our best in the moment, um, but only what you do for God will last, I think. That's kind of the message um, that we have to plant seeds um, that will grow roots and that will last. And most of the things that we do now and are here and now unfortunately, they're not going to last. And so I think the question as we go into 2019 for me is how do I plant seeds that then will help other people and generations behind me and generations ahead of me, people who I don't even know, go out and do the work? How do I be a person who helps plant roots, right? And I don't make it even though I am a fabulous Leo, um, that I don't make everything about myself and my own 
ego and my own leadership ability and I can do this and I can do that, but how do I plant the roots for other people and other generations and other people around the globe, right, to do the work Um, because we're trying to build a beloved community. We're trying to build the kingdom of God. Um, We're not trying to build the kingdom of Jamie, the kingdom of Portia, the kingdom of just two pearls, the kingdom of any institution that we belong to. Um, We're here to build um, a heavenly kingdom. Um, And so what does it look like for us to plant seeds um, that are going to grow and that are not going to die because we're not going to be here forever, that's for sure. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of a very somber note to leave things on, but that's kind of the reality that we have to be ambassadors um, who plant the seeds of change. So I guess we have to transition um, over to um, something a little bit lighter, I hope. I hope that we can do uh, have some time to be petty, and I hope that it will be a time of lightness <laughs> for us at the end of this episode. Um, is, it, is it my turn or is it yours, Portia? Oh, I don't know because we were both petty on the last episode. And so you know yeah. what's the super petty, Jamie? Of, of, of the petty pearl? What? We should be so petty and not give a petty pearl. <laughs> now who's really petty? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, we did double I, I trouble last time. <laughs> it's like double or nothing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, well, with that in mind, and I, I want to go back to what I said earlier about my father and how he taught me to keep the house clean and to clean up my house. And, uh, you know, I pointed to the importance of spiritually cleaning house. And so, you know, I haven't always been the cleanest person in the world um, in terms of, like, I physically always have done hygienic stuff. But I'm saying in terms of, you know, kind of cleaning my apartment, cleaning my living space. And, you know, I was raised by parents who were really big on cleanliness. They were always cleaning. I do want you all to know that, that my parents did teach me how to scrub floors and how to dust the baseboards and uh, clean the bathroom. And, you know, I was taught how to do all those things. Um, but let me tell you what's petty. Um, and I have to just be real. I have to keep it 100, um, you know, because I know all of us have busy lives and we often can, like, kind of lapse on some of those important things that you must do around the house. Um, and I understand, you know, when we are in our, you know, late teens, very early 20s, doing chores is not the most glamorous, sexy thing in the world. But let me tell you the truth. As you get older, you know, a little further into your 20s, definitely as a young adult in your, you know, late 20s, 30s, come on, y'all. Um, listen, it is petty not to, like, clean your space. And as we are going into 2019, y'all, don't be dirty, Clean your body, clean your face, clean your hair, and clean your living space. Clean your toilets, clean your floors, clean your mirrors. Don't be up in here with these dirty mirrors. You can't even see what you look like. Clean your know, tub, right. wash your sheets, wash your bedspread, um, clean up after yourself in your kitchen, and I hope that you are listening to the end of the, this at the end of the year or whatever, you know, whenever you're listening to this. Go ahead and stop this episode right now and go clean something. 
stop being dirty. It is not cute anymore when you are an adult. You do not have a maid. You are the maid, boo-boo. So go clean your stuff. And if you, if I know that you are dirty and you are bringing, you know, food for the office or, you know, whatever have you, I ain't touching that. So make sure you're washing Ooh. your hands, clean oh, your body, on, clean in your kitchen. Stop being dirty and nasty. There is no excuse when you are an adult. You're just petty and nasty. So y'all get it together. And if you really Ooh. don't want to get it together, then like Portia said, you better save and get your finances together, and you should call in a maid. But stop I know being right. dirty, y'all. Okay? That's all I got. Blessings to you at the end of 2018 or whenever you're listening to this. Um, the pearls are wishing you the most pearly and beautiful holiday season, new year, um, whatever it is that you're celebrating at this stage of your life. Um, please celebrate, live your best life, and clean up after yourself. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at just 2 pearls. And you can email us at adventures at just2pearls.com. And remember, cultivate the pearl within you.